So, continuing with the discussion of Brahma's prayers, it's a couple more points here in the next two verses about his form. He says, verse 19, Ajanatam tvat podavim anatmani anatmana bhasi bitatya mayam shristav ivaham jagato vidhana eva tvameshunta eva trinitra So, as we know, uh, Brahma has seen something very extraordinary. He's seen many, many forms of Vishnu, for example, um, which previously appeared to be coward boys, which were obviously coward boys, I should say, and calves, which were obvious, which were obviously manifest somehow by, by, by Krishna's potency, because there were two sets of them. He thought at least one of them must be um, the original ones that I hid in the, in the cave and, and put to sleep, and Krishna manifested another uh, set. Um, that's incredible. Um, and that's about as you know far as his thinking went. He didn't quite get the fact, or maybe he, he kind of started to get the fact that it's even worse than that, or better than that, <laughs> that... Even the forms that are asleep aren't the forms that I uh, put there because these forms are very, very special. These are the original coward boys themselves. Hmm? And uh, they are the very vessels of the Sakyarasa, as described earlier, that makes uh, corresponds with the form of Krishna that is experiencing, and how could he put them under his power? Actually, these coward boys have, have, have the power to do almost anything that, that Krishna's done. They are manifestations, in one sense, of his, his power, his internal shakti, by which he does wonderful things. So, in his leelas, he does many wonderful things that could be done even by the coward boys themselves. But by Lila Shakti's arrangement, Krishna does it, and and so the Lila proceeds as it does in a charming way. <clears throat> but somehow or other, Krishna manifested uh, uh, his own coward boys and put them to sleep there himself. Brahma's power had no power on them, and he manifested separate coward boys as expansions himself, with whom he continued his Lila for a year. And so it's a very amazing thing, as we heard, that uh, Brahma's seen and reflecting on and philosophizing and theologizing about um, in in these verses. So uh, the subject here now is his uh, Bhagavan's form. This verse and the, and the next verse. And Suresh Rishiv Esha Tataiva Nishvapi Tiryakshu Yadhashvapi Te Janasya Janmasatam Nurmada Nigrahaya Prabhu Vidhata Saranugrahaya Cha.
So, um, I don't know what he says here is that um, he kind of starts to think that um, that because in the previous verse he said that uh, that Krishna's Maya was involved. Hmm. Um, that's an interesting subject because it's a common for word, Maya, um, in the uh, in Vedanta, in the literature, and um, it more uh, readily, uh, or in most people's minds, refers to the illusory energy of Bhagawan. The idea that Bhagawan has his own Sarup Shakti, which is what it corresponds with and makes his own form eternal rather than the forms of like of Maya that come and go. That idea is, is much less known. As I said the other day, the whole a good, good part of the Bhakti Sandarbha of Jiva Goswami is about the internal energy, this uh, Sarup Shakti. As I said, we have the three, these three principal shaktis, Maya Shakti, Jiva Shakti, Sarup Shakti. They're all uh, dependent upon Bhagwan, and therefore, in that sense, not different from him. Uh, but Maya Shakti is more different than one with him, and Sarup Shakti is much more one with him than, uh, than different. Uh, so, to understand the form of Bhagwan is to understand the Sarup Shakti. And having referred to the uh, fact that these forms are, in one sense, the work of his Maya, uh, it appears that Brahma wants to address the thought that w- that doesn't mean the Maya Shakti as it's ordinarily, or as the uh, as some some philosophers and some Vedantists think. Uh, which would say that these forms were uh, uh, not everything that Brahma has been saying that they are Krishna's form, and his, and now of course his expansions, as I say, that he's reflecting on, in the form of the boys and the form of the boys being, in the latter case, second group, turning into Vishnu's, right, and being worshipped by Brahmas and other devas and pious people and devotees, in other words, and. And um, and the number of them was appeared to be uh, uh, uncountable, and, and so on and so forth. So he says here in this verse, Ajanatam tat padavim, that there are persons who are don't know. They are in ignorance. And tat tat padavim. Hmm. Um, in one sense, it means they're in ignorance of your transcendental position, which means that their knowledge, that their ignorance, is um, of of bhakti. They're unfamiliar with the nature of uh, of bhakti, by which that, in one sense, that transcendental position as the personality of Godhead uh, appears, moves about, and so forth. So being unfamiliar with uh, devotional service, some people, here's the important, some people think that your forms 
are forms of maya. There's a group of philosophers, of course, who think that Bhagavan's form is uh, a manifestation of sattva. Even they speak about it in very uh, flattering terms. The uh, best example I'm aware of is uh, Madhusudan Saraswati, who was a contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but uh, never met him. And um, he was quite a scholar in the Advaita Vedanta lineage that uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism was in contrast to, in as much as in Advaita Vedanta the jiva doesn't exist as an eternal entity, the form of Bhagavan doesn't, his leelas are not eternal, and so on and so forth. Um, but uh, he was a great scholar, and uh, uh, sometimes our founding acharyas even cite him, and even Madhusudana says this, Madhusudana Saraswati says this. Uh, where where they can can support with his own words what the, what they're saying. So, but that doesn't mean he he was uh, um, a um, a bhakta. It could mean that he got what he wanted, a paltry thing in comparison to to, to bhakti, some sayuja uh, mukti. Uh, because he was, uh, uh, well, anyway, he, what his destination is, we're not sure, but he glorified the form of Bhagavan. Of course, Vishwana Chakritakar makes it clear it's very difficult, despite glorification of the form of Bhagavan that goes on within the way to Vedanta, not to be have it make offense towards Bhagavan or towards Bhakti, even the nature of the, of the philosophy. So, if you do that, then you won't attain Savage Mukti. But at any rate, he uh, speaks very flatteringly about uh, Krishna. He wished that such poetry and glorification of Krishna could come from your mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but at any rate, without understanding and having sambandagyan, hmm, uh, that kind of knowledge, knowledge that corresponds with, with bhakti, knowledge about the nature of the form of Bhagavan, about the sarup shakti and so forth, uh, then some people think that your forms are um, manifestations of uh, of Maya, the uh, the Maya Shakti, but uh, that's not the case. Indeed, even I, even Shiva, even Vishnu, who all have something to do, it would appear, with the material nature. Brahma as the creator, the, uh, kind of presiding over the Rajaguna, or personifying it. Uh, Shiva as as the uh, destroyer, hmm? and uh, some connection with the Tamaguna. Hmm? Raja, Raja means creation, progress. Thomas means inertia and uh, and destruction. Hmm? And then you have, uh, of course, sattva, the endurance, uh, maintenance, sustenance. Uh, it's, it's it's one thing to create something. It's another thing to sustain it. Right? You built the house, and then the work is not over. It takes many years to sustain it. You just put in a new heater here. <laughs> right? Uh, so, uh, and, then, and, then, and then the destruction. So... These, of course, are uh, the work of the gunas, which is at the, 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 the fabric, the very core, the fabric of the of material nature. And as I said before, 
that uh, manifestation of the Maya Shakti is both subtle and gross, or both psychic and, and physical. And so these influence of these modes is found in both. Within our psyche, I've given the example, um, we experience um, contentment. At times, we experience discontent. At times, and we experience delusion at times. So this is sattva, rajas, and tamas. Hmm. And that's our everyday experience, if we were analyzed. So the rishis, they analyze their psyche, their psyche where the self exists, right, in the psyche, hmm. um, somewhere not in the brain. There's no neural seat of the self, although some people are looking for it there. It's 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 made up by the by part of the antakara self, the that means the conventional self, the I am American or I am man or I am woman sense of self. This is a product of a subtle aspect of the Maya Shakti called ahankar. Hmm. So if the, the uh, scientific community could come to the conclusion that there is a mind that doesn't collapse into the physical brain. So there is something called mind stuff and um, a psychic dimension that has an ontological standing. It's real unto itself, so to speak. Uh, then to explore that, this is, of course, the subject uh, of, of interest to the yogis and the subtle body and... Uh, and uh, um, uh, spoken about at length uh, in the yogic tradition, Patanjali Sutras, and um, of course in, uh, in, in Bhakti as well. Um, um, then to go from there, that, to, 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 uh, to posit as we do, that there's, there are these divisions, Chitta, Ahankar, and as described in the Sankhya philosophy. And when we come to Ahankar, then this is the maker, the maker of the I, so to speak. So that there is a fabricated I, if you will. If you take it on the other side, Krishna also has Ahankar, Chitta, Manas, Buddhi. But this is these are all manifestations of a Sarup Shakti, but still there's there's a there's a making of the I, there's a function there that brings it together, so to speak, the, the sense of identity. So, um, so, um, what was the point? So, uh, that was a bit of an aside there. Um, um, the Maya Shakti, um, Yes, uh, well, we were talking a little bit about the, uh, the, the Maya Shakti. Um, but um, in the he wants to say here, those who are unfamiliar with, with bhakti, they, oh, they, they, they think of your, uh, that you, maybe your forms are made out of, of Maya, but even the forms of Brahma, Shiva, and Vishnu who are connected with the modes of nature, hmm? and uh, Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas, uh, so as these appear in the psyche, right, as contentment, discontent, sattva rajas, and delusion, 
that we experience as Thomas the last. So they course they have a corresponding expression in the gross matter, because of course according to the, the Sankhya, then subtle gross matter comes out of subtle matter. And that's how we experience life. We experience life that the, the gross physical world moves under the direction of the, uh, the at least for us personally in our everyday life, our, we think and then we, and then actions, physical actions, uh, proceed from there. Hmm? So physical movement proceeds from psychic movement. And on a larger scale, of course, the movements of the world that are um, not our thoughts, so to speak, of course, we posit that there is consciousness behind that as well. But at any rate, um, sattva, rajas, tamas, in their deities, there are forms of the Godhead who are in touch with sattva, rajas, and tamas, or so it would appear, Vishnu, uh, Brahma, and Shiva. So he's saying even these forms, which do seem to have some touch with the Maya Shakti. The other forms you showed me, they have nothing to do with the Maya Shakti. Hmm? They are your own uh, extraordinary Swarup Shakti. But uh, should someone think I'm talking about your forms being manifestations of the Maya Shakti and think of Maya in the way that most people think of it, because after all, Bhakti is a bit of a secret, right? It's not known to everyone. Vyas wrote many, many, many books and he didn't clearly speak about bhakti except in Bhagavatam, after having been chastised by Narada, who said, your time has been wasted with everything else you've written. If you don't, in no uncertain terms, glorify bhakti, explain the position of bhakti in relation to karma and gyan, other yoga, um, and that, of course, is the Bhagavatam. But who knows that the Bhagavatam is the hub around which the scriptures are orbit and are understood in context. That's an extraordinary contribution of the Gaudiya uh, Sampradaya. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> so it takes bhakti, he realizes, to understand these forms. And they're not forms of the Maya Shakti, and even the forms of yours that are called guna-avatars. If they're guna-avatars, they must be forms of you. It includes myself, Brahma is saying. I'm some kind of form of you. At least the post that I'm holding as a Brahma, which could be attained by, by jnanis, by yogis, by jnanis, by karmis, by, by bhaktas, as we've explained in our discussions thus far. Um, the post... Is represents some some empowerment hmm, for you know for the the full face of creation, rajas. Hmm. So uh, your empowerment behind the rajas. After all, you have to understand rajas, Thomas, and, and sattva. They're in equilibrium. They're doing nothing hmm, in the pradhan. And when the Vishnu activates them by reflecting upon them, hmm, he has to have some relationship with Maya Shakti, but it can't be direct. Hmm? Uh, or 
under her influence. Now, he can be under the influence of his Sarup Shakti. Indeed, he is. That's a secret, not known in Vaikuntha. Hmm? How well that Sarup Shakti is understood, you have to go to Goloka for that. Hmm? Hmm? Ryan has his private quarters with Lakshmi, but nobody knows that he's henpecked. <laughs> that he's that he's the 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 in other words the full the full measure of the Sarup Shakti's power and influence on Bhagavan hmm, is not fully understood in Vaikuntha. Hmm? It's fully understood in Goloka, where he's overtly overwhelmed by the influence of the Sarup Shakti hmm, and becomes even a beggar a beggar. Hmm? Krishna became a beggar to get the preem that Radha has. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? The supreme enjoyer has become a beggar carrying a water pot and a staff as a sannyasi and he's begging door to door for for Krishna preem. Hmm? He's so ardent in his asking about it that it's actually coming through him and overflowing onto other people, such as the power of inquiry, hmm? sincere inquiry, right? So, in Golok, the, 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 the measure, the extent of the influence of the Sarup Shakti, there it can be understood. But in Vaikuntha, Lakshmi is worshipped, she's regarded, but she's a servant of Narayan also. She's his power, but obediently she's massaging his feet and respectfully and and so forth now like they say they do have their inner chambers so no one knows but what exactly what goes on there but but in goloka then it's 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 clear but but in Vaikuntha they don't know about goloka hmm? they, they have an angle of vision of Bhagwan and they've arrived there and then everything is seen from that perspective so if you want to talk about goloka then they're going to try to subsume it within Vaikuntha in some way. Hmm? They're going to try to make all the all those extraordinary leelas something that only manifests in the world sometimes for play, and but the eternal, ultimate reality. Then they have no scope there, really. Hmm? That is uh, dasiras for for Narayan. Hmm? So that's a valid perspective. Uh, According to their bhav, if you've got bhav, you got it right. Even if, but there are different bhavas. That's the point. And some may be more uh, 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 have more power revelatory, more power <laughs> to reveal, uh, to shed light on the nature of uh, Bhagwan than others. So the good fortune of Chaitanya Day is dispensation in the world. This is a rare, rare opportunity. Ordinarily, the Vishnu becomes many. Avatars come through him. Bhakti in general is made available. And the jivas who are made can meet their maker in Vaikuntha. In due course, <laughs> that takes a while too. But but uh, but that, that there's something beyond Vaikuntha, the Mahavaikuntha. These are the secrets brought out by the Goswamis. 
Nama Shastrivicharan Aikanipano Sad Dharma Samstapuko Lokanam Hitakarano Hitakarano Lokanam Hitakatri Bhuvane Manyosharanyakaro They use this study immense study and knowledge of the sacred texts hmm, so wisely. How did they use it? They use it to to bestow knowledge of bhakti uh, on everyone out of compa- with a compassionate heart. Hmm. They're real knowers because they're knowing and they're collecting of the, if you will, the gathering of the knowledge. It's, it's, it's based on and, and further resulting in a compassionate heart. They gain something. If you really get something hmm, that's so wonderful, that exceeds anything you could imagine, then you, you naturally, if you hear some point in the class that just really whoa, takes you, then you, you, you just feel like you'd like to tell it to somebody else. I it's beyond, I can't contain it. I would like to try to say something. Let me hear it again, think about it, uh, express it to somebody, grab them and say, Listen to this point. Hmm? Something like that. So if you really hear, if you really get it, then you share it. It's natural. It happens. It's, it's, it, it can't be contained within you. It doesn't belong to you. Hmm? But you've got it, nonetheless. And it can be shared and it won't be lost. It will only, be, it'll only de- further develop. Hmm? So... Uh, So the power of the Sarup Shakti and the forms that he has seen, these forms of the coward boys that he tried to steal, he didn't understand them. He thought he'd play a trick on Bhagawan, if he was Bhagawan. He did a wonderful thing with the killing of Bhagasur and, and it was pretty extraordinary. But, but, but then, uh, rather than directly try to do something to him. I'll do something to the boys. See what happened to him. <laughs> who, who are those boys? Who are those calves? Hmm. They have they have the power over Krishna. They are they are, the, they are the the force, if you will, that's sustaining that that form, hmm. making it, showing it to us, making it visible. So, uh, and then. Then all the Vishnu forms. He's got unlimited Vishnu forms, which which he showed and so forth. So these are not part of the Maya Shakti. Indeed, again, even the forms of Vishnu, who maintains the world and seems to therefore have some touch with Satvaguna, although he's above it. Even Brahma, the position of the Brahma, which is the 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 creator of you know creators so to speak it's a it's a uh, he's empowered for it's an empowered post for creation so that the point is that this is there's some there's some touch of divinity there right and 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 of course shiva peculiar interesting uh transformation of uh of bhagavan for uh destruction and other things also he exemplifies um no interest in the world and so forth. But all three of these, these are called guna avatars. So avatars means they come from up, up to down. So the positions of control with regard to the modes that control. Hmm. I think in, 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 in years gone by, 
Prabhupada had his artists do a picture of the modes of nature that were like strings attached to people who were like puppets. Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasa ahankara vimudatma People think that they are the doer of things that are actually being done by the modes of nature. And of course, what what's the third thing that you have? You have the puppets and you have them on the strings. And then what else do you have? You have the puppeteers. So there was Vishnu and Brahma and Shiva pulling the strings, right? So in terms of the empowerment of those modes to do anything, to be active rather than to be um, in a state of equilibrium that comes from Vishnu. Vishnu reflecting on Vishnu reflects on Maya. He has some relationship, uh, some distant. Krishna has some distant relationship with Maya. He cannot ignore her altogether. She has some role to play with with the Maya Shakti. Hmm? So. He has to reflect on her, and she has the power in her subtle form to to take that uh, reflection of consciousness, which then starts makes the world go round. So we have a, we have this subtle body, chitta, ahankar, buddhi, manas. The self, the sense of self, is is there within the hankar, and it's doing things. We're not doing things. It's doing things, but it can't do things without us. We are a spark of the reflection, if you will, of Vishnu. And our power as an agent of action is invested in the subtle body, which then, in conjunction with the gross matter, carries out um, the activities. So that's the, the point of that, to arrest this subtle matter, this, this psychic matter. Hmm. Have it work, work, work for the self in terms of bhakti. Hmm. So, um, so anyway, at any rate, he says that these guna avatars, they seem to be in touch with maya. Hmm. Uh, maybe especially Brahma. But it's an empowered position and in that, in also in that regard, it's such an empowered and a high material position, a Brahma Bhuvanaloka, right? Bhunarvartinarjan, he says in the Gita. Even you go to Brahma Loka, which means he's speaking about the highest, most extent of material uh, realms, Brahma's realms, so it's not easy to get to. But speak of be the Brahma there. Yes, you can get there by karma, that's one way, but you have to do Varnashram perfectly for a hundred lifetimes. <laughs> Good luck. That's not easy. Or through jnana, you could you could become a Brahma too. Or even a bhakta, a devotee could become a Brahma. We find Gopakumar became a Brahma for some time. Hmm? So according to who takes the post of Brahma, then things will play out differently. Hmm? But um, it's uh, a high and such a, a rarity for a jiva to attain the post of Brahma that sometimes it's said in the world there's no qualified person and therefore Vishnu himself takes the post of Brahma. So here's an extreme example where Brahma is 
as a guna avatar is actually uh, the transcendental personality of Godhead appearing as the presider over the Rajaguna. And Shiva, of course, we already know is, is, a, is, is a transcendental personality being a transformation of, um, of, of Vishnu, like, like yogurt is milk, kind of. Just got to let it sit out long enough. Let it sit there long enough, it'll turn into yogurt. Okay. And yogurt's friendly, actually. Shiva's very, very friendly. He's very, he's very, if you're devoted to him, he's very, uh, very generous person. <laughs> um, anyway, he's a transformation of Vishnu, so therefore there will be a caution in, 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 uh, in Nam Dharma not to think of the name of Shiva and Vishnu to be be different, hmm. even though there is a difference. That's uh, uh, one way of, as you know, translating that uh, that namaparad. So we give Vaishnavanam uh, yatashambhu. Bhagavatam concludes really with with a statement like this: in the final chapter, Vishnu, among other things, he was saying that uh, Shiva is the greatest. Vaishnav. We place him, of course, just outside the Rasa Stali, place of the Rasa Leela. It's a Gopishwar. Hmm. So, it, it, nobody flatters Shiva more than the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, even while we are not Shaivites. We're Vaishnavites, as is Shiva, when properly understood. <laughs> so, we're on the same page with him. Uh, but at any rate, uh, and then Shiva, uh, Brahma, and of course, Vishnu. The transcendental God who presides over the Sattva Guna, but is not at all, even less, let's say, uh, touched, uh, not at all by the Maya, Maya Shakti, but still in touch with it in ways that Krishna has nothing to do with. Hmm? This point was actually made made earlier in his in his prayers. Uh, the the, the, the Purusha avatars are all you. Hmm? And they're not all you because you're much more than them. Hmm? They're in touch with Maya in different ways and in the functions of Maya and are preoccupied with tendering to her. And you are, of course, conversely, completely under the influence of your your Swarup Shakti. Hmm? So he wants to make, this is a simple point here, he wants to make in this verse that that if someone should, someone should think that my mention that you do this by your power of maya it means that your forms are mayak in the ordinary sense no 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 that's not the case they're they're not like that at all there you have swarup shakti and for those forms that are in in touch with the material world and ha- have something to do with it something substantial to do with it they're also um transcendental hmm? Even the, even the position of, he's speaking in the highest sense of the position of Brahma, as I'm saying. Even Vishnu becomes the Brahma. Or if Vishnu doesn't become the Brahma, it's Vishnu's Shristi Shakti, power. Shishtovihaham Jagatovidhana, he says here. In the matter of creation. I, Shishtovihaham Jagatovidhana. It's creation, it's maintenance. Hmm. And, uh, Ivatam Esho Nta Iva 
Junetra, Ante, Ante, Anta, so destruction. So this is what he wants to say in tonight's verse. And then uh, with a little bit on the next verse, he says that uh, that uh, that you appear in a number of ways. Speaking of avatars, by the way, you have a lot of different uh, appearances in the world. And all the point being, all of them are transcendental, is what he wants to say. Uh, among the demigods you appear, amongst the sages, uh, uh, you have no material birth, yet uh, uh, you defeat the false pride of the faithless demons. You show your mercy to saintly devotees, you take birth among demigods, sages, human beings, animals, and even aquatics. He's talking about the various avatar, Leela avatars, there's Guna avatars, he's talking about Leela avatars, uh, different descents of Bhagawan. The people are more familiar with in the world, hmm? at least from the scriptures, having heard from the scriptures. Uh, and these are all complete. They seem to be in the world, but they're completely uh, transcendental. They're under the influence of your your Srub Shakti. Then in the next verse, he'll he'll um, answer some further thoughts, questions that come to his mind that uh, Krishna might be thinking about these uh, forms and we'll discuss that in the next class. Any questions? Yes. Well, there are many different types of avatars. So sometimes people say that their guru is an avatar. You should ask him which type. Is the Yaguna avatar? A Manvantar avatar, a Leela avatar, a Yuga avatar, hmm. a Shaktivesha avatar, which type of Shaktivesha avatar, and so on. So this is the speciality of the Gaudias, and we turn to Sri Rupa Goswami's Lagu Bhagavatamrita in particular, um, where all these uh, different types of avatars uh, and expansions of the Lord are discussed. Bhaladvidya hmm. Bhushan has uh, authored a commentary on that also, and it has been published in English. So there are many different types of avatars. And so avatara, tara means to cross, and ava means like from, to cross from up to down, so to descend into the world. Hmm. But, of course, not to be of the world. Hmm. And in different respects and with, with different purposes in mind, there are these crossings over. So with regard to the guna avatar, it's this crossing over for kind of governing over the gunas, right? Whatever. Orchestra, giving them giving them the power to do to do what they do. Hmm? Um, then there's Leela avatars for play. He comes for play. Hmm? Um, sometimes the play um, because he's righteous involves dealing with uh, the unrighteous. Hmm? And, um, and of course, the, the Leela avatars, also they, they correspond with the devotee's hearts. Hmm? It'll come, we'll discuss that in, in the people in the next verse is coming. Um, so for, for Leela, because the devotees, if they're going to have eternal uh, relationship with Bhagawan, 
they're going to be in a lila, right? So there's lila avatars, there's guna avatars, there's lila avatars, there's yuga avatars who come and and exemplify, yeah, according to the quality of the time, a a dharma or a path that's most suitable for attaining uh, moksha, for going to vaikuntha. And there's Shakti Vesha avatars, which means Shakti Avesha Vesha means to be empowered. So empowered by the, by a certain power of Bhagavan, like like Gyan Shakti, uh, you know, Vyas, like Bhakti, like Nard with Bhakti Shakti, like Palana Shakti, uh, the power of ruling and the Pritu and so on and so forth. So then there are different types of Shakti avatars, Shakti Vesha, ones that are devotees who are empowered and ones that are actually forms of Bhagavan that just personify that power. Hmm. So that's why there are, there are many kinds, uh, um, which is, uh, again, an interesting thing. You're not going to find this in, uh, in, in uh, other traditions dealt with in the same way. The, the way in which we have, the Gaudiya founding Acharyas have, have like thought about God, <laughs> And it's this is really it's quite extensive, and inc- incredible, hmm. uh, mind mind boggling, and then just sorting it all out, coming to Krishna's too, Bhagavan. So I am. It's quite a quite a masterpiece. Yes, you had a question. Yeah. So there, so there are three sets of boys, right? Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, they, they, they expand. Well, there's two sets. There's two sets, and there's different ways you want to look at it. Of course, there's the original set that that Brahma thought that he stole and put under his Maya. But one way to think about it is, Brahma didn't really steal them and put them under his Maya, but Yoga Maya allowed him to think that he did it, and and, and put no, not necessarily. You can think of and put the boys there, and they were the original boys. They were sleeping. Under Yoga Maya, for a year, hmm? and then separate boys were manifest. That way, they could have two separate boys were manifest. But the point in the original boys is you don't, you can think about it in different ways. But uh, the point is they couldn't have been under the power of Brahma. Hmm? His power could not uh, deceive or overpower Krishna, so it shouldn't certainly couldn't overpower the coward boys who overpower Krishna. You follow? Yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is this is the virtue of bhakti because you know we are also transcendental. We're not matter, but we don't have the power to dispel the influence of matter. But but bhakti has the power not only to dispel matter, the influence of matter, which is a small thing, but to overpower Bhagawan. So to bring bhakti into our life, it's a no-brainer that that's the best way to go. Hmm. Yes. Because well, <clears throat> it was, it is described in some places that there was a you know, a Mayak set of boys that were put under. And in the same way that they they talk about that with the gopis, that yeah. it was the Mayak set. So it, in that sense, would that be the, the Surab Shakti's illusory? <laughs> or would it actually be the Mahamaya? Because you couldn't have Mahamaya in the spiritual. Well, I think it's important to understand that, you know, to, to gravitate towards the point and then there are creative ways in which, you know, in talking about the Leela, different, uh, different uh, um, uh, charges have, you know, 
really made the same point. But um, um, it's, yeah, you could say that they were a Maya form that that Brahma could uh, have some control over. And then what happens to the original boys, they become invisible, like Sita became invisible, and a Maya form of Sita was manifest. And and what and Ravana had his uh, tried to ha- couldn't even have his way with her, but he tried. <laughs> uh, so, so, but the, the the point of it all is that Brahma can't have uh, exercise power that would um, bewilder those or overwhelm those who overwhelm Krishna. Hmm? Right? Yes. What else? What's the time? Okay. Well, tomorrow is the Ekadasi. We are in the last five days of the Kartik, so that's a, a powerful days, it's thought, to uh, derive uh, spiritual benefit from increasing one's bhakti. So think about the Ekadasi, power of Ekadasi tomorrow. It's also the appearance, I think, disappearance of disappearance of Gorka Shordas Babaji, Babaji Maharaj Kijai. So we should get together in the evening and, and talk about his uh, his contribution, his immense contribution. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Sisi Goradamadava Kijai. Goya Vaishnav Guru Parampara Kijai. Gorbakta Vrinda Kijai. Gorpremanandai. <laughs>